Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast. We have another amazing episode today. I cannot wait to introduce to you my friend David Tupin, but I want to give a quick shout out to some folks that are closing on some properties. We've got Brian Briscoe, who's got 55 units of multifamily under contract. Congratulations, man. I think this is his first multifamily, and he's super excited. We've also got Tom Barr. That's got his first 35 uh, space mobile home park um, investment that he's got under contract as well. He's getting ready to close on that soon. So congrats, guys. Go out there and crush it. I love the action that you guys are taking. And hey, for all of you guys that are taking action out there that aren't getting recognized, make sure you go and check out our Start the Spark page. I just created a success board. And that success board is where you want to post all of your um, successes, whether it's your first home, your next home, right? Or maybe it's your first investment property or it's your next investment property. Who cares? We want to hear about it and we want to shout you out because we want to give you the recognition that you deserve. All right. So go on out there and go check it out. Also, be on the lookout for some events happening in the Hampton Roads area. We've got our next meetup on May 15th. Right, May 15th at Kogan's Pizza. It's going to be awesome. Make sure you go check that out. And also, we have our next military house hacking seminar on June 6th. It's going to be great. It's going on in downtown Norfolk. And this one's going to be bigger than the last one. If you missed out, you definitely don't want to miss this. For you history buffs out there, June 6th is D-Day. And we are going to be honoring a World War II veteran at the seminar. I cannot wait for it. It's going to be amazing. There may even be something special coming out of that as well. So make sure you stay tuned for more information on that. And we're also planning military house hacking seminars right now in Oklahoma and in Orange County, California. So if you're in any of those areas, make sure you look out for that and spread the word. It is coming uh, this summer, right? We're looking at, you know, July and August potentially. So we'll definitely let you guys know more word as that unfolds. And there are some great opportunity to support the outreach program of ADPI's mission, and we really appreciate it. So stay tuned for that, all right, because that's going to be big as well. And so uh, I think that's it. Let's go ahead and start the show. Hey, hey, Freedom Fighters, welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast, the only place where military members, veterans, and their families learn how to build wealth through real estate investing. I'm your host, Mike Foster, and I'm here to show you how to stop wasting your benefits. Now get off your ass, step up to the firing line, and make ready for today's lesson. Shooter, stand by. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast. I have an amazing, amazing guest here with me today. His name is David Tupin. What's going on, David? Dude, Mike Foster. What's up, man? How are you? Oh, man, I am living the dream, bro. Living it. But I know you're living more of that dream, man. Where are you at right now? I am in Michigan, uh, Metro Detroit. I'm actually, specifically, I'm living in an apartment building that I own. Uh, I I house hacked a little. a 96 unit. I don't know if that's some kind of record, but uh, that's what I man. do. <laughs> <laughs> that is probably up there on records of house hacking. Guys, listen, <laughs> there is someone you're going to learn from today. You're going to learn from Dave because he is the man. Seriously. Oh, my God. So a 96 Thanks, dude. 
and you. Dude, this is gonna be hard. This is gonna be hard to follow up with uh, or follow up after. Didn't you just have? I, I don't know if it's released yet. You just had a, a couple of big guests before me. I don't um, want to spoil anything, but we we had a few, but but now, man, this is this was by far probably one of the best guests we've had on. <laughs> well, Please, first that. of all, man, tell them how young you are, dude. What's what's your age? You gotta start. There. Yeah, I'm I'm 23. 23 years old, guys. 23 years old. I want to go ahead and say right now that there is no excuses when it comes to real estate. There are no excuses whatsoever. It doesn't matter what. You know, what age you are, where you're from, the color of your skin, the, the sexuality, like all that. How much money you got. There's you no know what excuse. I mean? None of it. No excuse. No excuse at all. So we're going to go ahead and clear the air right now, man. No, trust me. Like, <laughs> I mean, we can talk to all the Robert Kiyosaki's in the world. We can talk to all the Clayton Morris's in the world, man. Like, honestly, to talk to someone who is young, getting started, knew what they wanted from the jump, and then is just leaping into success. That's phenomenal. And I know this is going to inspire a lot of folks, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, I hope it does. Oh, certainly will. So do you mind giving us a little background about yourself kind of before you got into real estate? Yeah, we could go. I'll go back to the origin story. Yeah, so, let's do uh, it, man. <laughs> yeah, so, so I guess my first uh, venture into being an entrepreneur, I was 13 years old. And I didn't want to go get um, you know, a job working minimum wage like a lot of other people were once you get, you know, 13, 14, 15 years old, you start working. So um, I was talking with my parents and, and they're like, well, if you want to buy a car when you're 16 years old, when you get your license, you got to pay for half of it. So mm. I started thinking, how do I come up with that money? And uh, I didn't want to work for somebody else. So I started mowing lawns. I started a landscaping company. I mowed every lawn up and down my street. I bought a big zero turn mower. And uh, yeah, so I was doing tons of landscaping through high school. I sold that business off at the end of high school. Um, Went into college, and I thought I wanted to be a dentist at first, and uh, got into that kind of quickly. Switched into business school, and um, did a couple of internships in accounting, investment banking. Uh, did some consulting nice. for a big four firm, and just realized like it's such a great learning experience, and I, I gained a ton from doing that. Um, but every single day when I was working in that job, like I think a lot of people listening to this. I was doing what we're doing right now. I was listening to podcasts. I was on bigger pockets. Mm. And every minute of free time, I was uh, I actually started building my first multifamily analyzer when I was ni- 19. I was in one of these internships. Wow. And I just, yeah, I got so, because you, you work in Excel like 80 hours a week, dude. And I was just, you know, yep. I started looking at multifamily and apartments and I was listening to bigger pockets and I was doing these fix and flip calculators. I was making just to see running the numbers and learning. Uh, you know, rental, uh, if I buy a single family rental property, what's it going to look like? So I just started diving into all these numbers and, and, you know, listening to podcasts, I was reading books every week. It was Robert Kiyosaki's uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that flipped the switch for me. Mm-hmm. Like that, that book, somebody, I was listening to Bigger Pockets, and um, there was a guest who was actually from Michigan locally. And he lived really close to where I uh, uh, lived and grew up and he was killing it. And so I, I was like, dude, if somebody in my market could do it, I could do it. Right. Go for it. It. Became, it became real for me, you know? So he, he had said on, at the end of that, he's like, if you're listening to this, you got to read Rich Dad Poor Dad. So I picked up the book, changed my entire life. I, that it literally flipped yep. the switch from just being interested in like, there is not a single thing on planet earth stopping me 
from doing real estate. Nothing, nice. nothing's going to stop me. So, um, that was the, the game changer for me. Kept reading books, listening to podcasts. My last day out of, uh, uh, my last internship, I was at Deloitte doing consulting. Um, I had a couple job offers from them and this other investment bank I worked for. I turned them all down on the day after I got out of that internship nice. and they were like six figure job offers. They're, they're you know, decent job offers. And, um, I just knew that, you know, you can go work for somebody whenever there's always people hiring. If you're, if you, you can go interview and put a nice resume together and show that you're a good employee, you can go work for, you know, you can go get a job. You don't always have the opportunity to go and start your own business. And if you want to do that, you might as well do it now. Or, or if you want to just start investing, you might as well start investing now in some capacity. Right. So time to me was important. And I, I jumped right in. Um, I didn't start in multifamily. I started in single family. There's a guy locally who's doing a lot of fix and flips. And I started doing acquisitions for him, helping him find houses, wholesaling houses and stuff like that. Uh, and then kind of after that, I jumped into multifamily shortly after. So um, right. that's kind of the origin story. And that was, that was my junior year college no man that's that's awesome and and i think that you you know you kind of downplayed some of the some of the challenges because i know you you had them going in so do you mind just Mm -hmm. touching a little bit on that like what were those challenges as you were getting started into real estate you know was it the lack of the experience was it the fact that you were young like what what was playing that yeah i mean i I mean one of the things was everyone around me told me i was kind of crazy they're like dude Mm -hmm. why are you turning on these secure jobs to make nothing, which I did at first, you make nothing, you know, when I really started, it it was, it was a grind for sure. Um, yeah, challenges. I had no money. I had maybe I'd saved up maybe like 10, 15 grand from these internships that I was doing, um, that I used to live off of for a while. Uh, challenges being so young that, you know, nobody, you know, at first, if I tried to go get investors right away, I probably couldn't have because right. I didn't know enough about what I was talking about mm-hmm. and I didn't have the experience. And I was like 19 turning 20 and, you know, who's going to go put a hundred thousand dollars with. Right. That? So, so for me, a biggest challenge and how I overcome that challenge, cause that's even more important for your listeners is I hyper educated myself. I there spent literally every minute of every day educating myself on real estate. I was learning about it. I was listening to podcasts, reading books. I knew that if I wanted people to take me seriously being so young, I needed to know my shit. And right. sorry, I don't know if you, it's cool to swear on your podcast. Yeah, go for it, man. No, dude, it's all good. We're bunch of <laughs> I can hear that on a daily uh, basis. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> <So, laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, so dude, educating yourself. That's, that's like the next step for me. How do I, how do I become an expert in what I want to do? So, uh, I did that. Um, I'm trying to think other challenges. Like, I mean, there's, there's so many different challenges that come up and there are so many and, and you touched on, on the, honestly, the biggest ones, right? I mean, the fact that you have very little money, if that, you know, because you're trying to yeah. live off of what you've got. He's a broke college student, dude. <laughs> right. You know, I'm sure eating top ramen and, you know, living in a studio or something. Yeah. Bunch of roommates. Um, but, but you know, but you were able to overcome it by getting educated 
And you also mentioned that you were working for someone, right? You found a guide that you would help mm-hmm. him, you know, acquire properties and kind of learn the process. Yeah, well, exactly. That's huge. I did that for about six months. Yeah. So okay. I dove in with somebody who was about 10 years older than me, had a lot of experience, um, doing fix and flips and, you know, small single family rentals and stuff like that. And I learned so much, uh, from, from being in that situation, you know, sometimes you've got to go through that part of the process and right. you learn a ton doing it. So right. a lot of people out there, how do I get into real estate? Maybe you go work for somebody for a little while. Uh, maybe you do part-time and you work for free. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Maybe that's you a great save way. up enough money and you go work for free and prove your worth to somebody kick ass and then you get hired on and, 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 and you could really grow a business with them or you partner with them. Right. So, exactly. um, yeah, there's so many different ways to, to do that and overcome just getting started. You don't have to do it on your own. That's right. No, you're absolutely right, man. That's, that's huge. Um, so can we now like talk a little bit more about their first deal, like your first deal that you did on your own? I think you said you were, you started out doing the single family thing with your, uh, with your mentor, I guess we'll say. Sure. But then that first multifamily deal, was that you on your own or, or did you have a no. Well, no, so I did it with him. We, okay. we I went from working for him to being his business partner. Okay. Yeah, we're 50, 50 partners. I, I, I kicked ass. I worked very, very hard and I proved my worth. Wow. There you I go. Said, hey, yeah, I man. said, Hey, I said, Hey dude, we're doing single family fix and flips. What, what are, are we trying to build an empire or build wealth? Or are we trying to work a day job? Cause essentially no offense, you fix and flipping houses is a day job. You stop fixing, flipping houses 90 days later, your income's going to stop. That's, a that's great just point. the reality of the situation. That's so, you know, if you want to build wealth, you want to build long-term passive income, you want to invest and hold, buy and hold real estate. Buy and hold is how you become wealthy, mm-hmm. not by fixing and flipping. You can become rich by flipping houses. You will not become wealthy, guaranteed. Amen. So, um, unless you use that and put it into buy and hold, right? But you got to do both. So, <laughs> but you got to do both. Yeah. You, know, you, can't yeah, do yeah, one you gotta hold. You gotta mm-hmm. hold. So, um, so we, we first deal we did together was a twelve unit. Um, we raised about one hundred sixty thousand dollars from um, you know friends and people in the network, other other people that were doing um, you know smaller real estate holds, rentals, fix and flips that had twenty five fifty thousand to throw in. So um, we actually did two twelve units on the same street, but from different brokers. Okay. Uh, two right. two small local brokers in Michigan here. Uh, so we we bought pretty much at the same time within like the same month. We bought both of them. Uh, fairly similar plan. Um, but it's a really cool comparison and I can, it can kind of show you how different multifamily can be from property to property. You know, you're in the same exact market. They're both 12 units. One was all two bedrooms. One was all one bedrooms. Mm. The one with all one bedrooms was owned and operated by a guy who had property for 20 plus years. He was extremely meticulous and he was the guy that was out there every day, picking up trash, keeping it clean, sweeping the floors. And he was a very hands-on owner and he really cared about his tenants. So his tenants were there on average for, you know, six to 10 years. Ooh, and uh, nice. yeah, they were, it was really good tenants. The units were in great shape. Like some of them had stainless steel appliances and they're only paying, you know, 700 bucks a month. So, wow. I mean, the, the dude took care of the property, right? So, so that's one side of the equation. The other side of the equation was this 12 unit, all two bedrooms, had a flat roof, not a pitched roof like the other one flat roof, which was in worse condition than we originally thought. And we originally assessed when we had it inspected and the owner told us it was in better condition than it actually was. Um, 
Flat roofs, by the way, I hate flat roofs. I'll never do another deal with flat roof if I can help <laughs> <laughs> unless it's like a slam dunk and I just know it. I don't oh, make man. It, right? So I would uh, uh, we'll we'll take a note of that because we got to come back to explain that later on. We'll, yeah, well, no, I can explain it. I mean, flat roofs have a, a probably half the life of a of a pitched roof in okay. most areas. Depends where you are, right, and what the weather and the climate's like. Um, so you might get ten to fifteen years out of one of those, where I can get thirty years out of a pitched roof here in Michigan. Mm. Um, it it costs probably fifty percent more to replace it too. So where I have a uh, a $22,000 roof here on this 16, you know, I'm, I'm in a building, uh, my property, this is 16 units per building. Um, 22,000 roof. If this same roof was flat, I'd probably pay 40 grand or 30 to 40 grand. Yeah. Good, so yeah. if not, if not more, I mean, this is a big building. So, um, they're very expensive. They don't last as long. Uh, in my opinion, they have more maintenance. So I just, I avoid them. And then on your exit, because a lot of people know that, that are, you know, more, I wasn't ex- as experienced coming into it, but a lot of people know that and that are more experienced investors. And if you plan on exiting this deal, you got to understand that there's going to be a lot of buyers just like me up front that say, Hey, I'm not going to even look at that property because it's got a flat roof. So you're limiting your buyer, your buyer pool when you go to sell a property that has a flat roof. Wow. All right. So, so that's part of the equation too. Um, and feel free to stop me if I'm ever going too fast. No, here. man. No, man. Go for it. You're, okay. Okay. Uh, that was okay. great. I just wanted to kind of touch on that. Yeah. You mentioned it. And that's a good point. Totally. No, that, and it's that's really important. Um, if you're buying some of the flat roof, get it inspected a couple times. <laughs> right. Get your price down on it. So, um, but yeah. So that that property was not maintained very well. Mm-hmm. So it's the same same market. We're going to be pulling the same kind of tenants, except you know people that want two bedrooms. The rents were maybe able to get up to 730 where the other one we were getting to like 675 um and uh but but what we did wrong was we underestimated the amount of renovations that we're going to need to go into this property mm. so we didn't raise enough money to turn units we didn't expect a lot of roof leaks to happen from that stupid flat roof um <laughs> we didn't <laughs> we didn't expect you know there's an old boiler in this building and you know we had to do some repairs there's a lot of little things that came up because this was a really poorly maintained building. And looking back now, if I walked through that same building, I'd be able to recognize it immediately. When I walked through it at first, I didn't really recognize it because I didn't know what to look for. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, I guess that's just part of what comes from having the experience now walking through so many of these buildings. And, um, right. you know, I, I, I would, I would say between myself and my partner, he's definitely, he's been in the industry for 30 years now. This is a new business partner. Um, he's an expert at this. I would, I would definitely say he's an expert. Um, but I've, I've definitely gotten a lot better after going through so many of these and, and all your listeners too, you look at enough of these, you'll, you'll really start to get a better handle on, on that kind of stuff. So just be careful at first, maybe walk through with somebody more experienced if you're, it's your first time. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Having that guide, right. To kind of help. Yeah help you move through because yeah. I mean, there are so many pitfalls that you can fall into with real estate. I mean, one being flat roofs versus pitch roofs, right? But who would know that looking at it from the outside? So until, exactly. Yeah, so until you build that experience and having someone to lean on, you know, while you're going through that, that journey, it's huge, right? Having it is that, huge. That guy to that mentor. So, and it would, and it made all the difference in these, you know, for us, because we paid pretty much the same price for each of these. But the one with all the one bedrooms performed much better because there was less turnover, right? And there was a lot less maintenance. So that one actually made, 
you know, closer to 10% cash on cash. The other one, we were barely scraping 8% cash on cash a year. We were like, you know, we were, we self-managed them and we were doing everything we could to keep the cost down. Like we spent way too much time keeping the cost down for just a 12 unit property. Right. So, um, and we ended up selling those. And I think we got on the, 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 the nicer one with the one bedrooms, like a 15 to 16% overall annual return. Um, or IRR and, and the other one we got like a 13. So we still did a well on those and by all means a 13% return beats the market and it's still a really good return. We didn't hit our full projections on that, but it was a good learning experience for us. It was a great learning experience. And, and that was important. Yeah. yeah. So that is, that's awesome, man. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, so that, that's amazing, man. Cause you had an amazing start, you know, you, you started out not really knowing anything, not having, you know, much money to your name, very, very young. Everything was against you. Man, all the odds were against you, but you, but you countered it by get, getting educated, you know, by networking with other individuals who were in the space and you took action, bro. I mean, literally that was what you did and you figured it out along the way. Yeah. I mean, all I can say to anyone who really wants to get into this and, you know, if you, if you want to invest um, passively in deals as an LP, which we work with lots of people that invest with us passively, that's awesome. And it's really, if you have money, that's a great way to get involved in the business and and build passive income and long-term wealth. It's a phenomenal way to do it. Um, If if you want to be active and and, and syndicate deals, which is what this is called, where we raise capital from investors and go buy apartment buildings. um, You know, if you want to do that, be prepared to put in hard work because it's not easy. I mean, I've, you know, I, I, I don't think I could give you a single, maybe one or two weeks in the past three years since I've been doing this where I haven't worked 70, 80 hours a week. You know, I just, I grind a lot and it takes a lot of work, you know, but, but I'm trying to really grow quickly and that's, that's what it takes. So you've got to be, you got to be willing to hustle. You got to be willing to hustle, man. That's right. That's it. You got to be willing. And you know what, you bring up a great point too, man, because I think that's one of those unspoken truths. It's like when you're young and you're trying to get started, there's a lot of time that you have to sacrifice and a lot of work that you got mm-hmm. to get there. Like, you, dude, you don't have the, make gap. the time. If you right. want it bad enough, make, make the time. The time. Yeah. Time. That is it. Right now, of course, you know, there are some folks that are out there, you know, active duty that are serving, you know, maybe they're on a ship where they don't have access to certain communication tools or they're on deployment. Right. Well, not. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. But here's what you can do to get around that leverage, right? You leverage someone else's time and experience. If you've got some capital, Absolutely. Like David was talking about, be a part of a syndication, learn the process by investing in a deal and just kind of learning through osmosis, you know, asking questions, figuring out what's going on. What's my money doing? Like how, how are we producing that return? So that way, when you do get back to the States or when you do get a little more time in your next tour, then you're able to kind of take advantage of that time and get a little further in the process. You can learn. It's not, Absolutely. Not impossible, right? Yeah. And it depends, you know, so it depends what you want to do, what your risk tolerance is, what your your threshold for work. You know, if you want to be a lot more passive and not have to worry about all the ins and outs of property management and, and you know, doing that, you can invest with a partner or you can invest in, you know, a company like ours or, prop, you know, in a project we're putting together. Um, if you want to, uh, uh, you know, just, and everyone's goals are different too, right? Sure. You may not want to go out and buy a thousand apartment units. You may want to just, your goal might be, I want to buy, you know, a couple duplexes and that's going to replace my income and then I'm good. And that's awesome. And you could that's do that too, right? So you got to kind of figure that out what you want to do. 
And, uh, and, and I think it's important, at least if you're getting started, strategically partner with people that know what they're doing um, and align yourself. So go, go find someone. If you want to go buy a four unit, go buy, go find someone that's done that. Maybe you guys buy one together. Maybe you put up, put up some of the money, they put up some of the money and you guys go in 50, 50 on it, you know, or something like that. So, um, come together with a couple of your buddies and, and put up some money and, and go buy a property and, and learn and you'll, you'll get a ton of experience from that. So, um, so many different ways to, to make money in, in real estate. It's crazy. That's right. That's right. So many ways to skin this cat. Awesome, yeah. man. Thanks for the wisdom man. appreciate on that. So Deb, you can talk to us a little bit about what you're doing now. Like where are you at now with your career and, and, uh, where are you headed? I mean, yeah, guy's awesome, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> he is absolutely phenomenal. Dude, I love your energy. Yeah. You got some good, you got some good energy, man. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so I, I sold those two 12 units uh, six, seven, eight months ago. Um, I, my wow. third property I bought was a 96 unit here. It's the one I mentioned I actually live in still. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I oversee that. So we're potentially looking to um, sell this property. Okay. Uh, and I'm moving next month. I'm moving down to Austin, Texas. Okay. So my, that's my business partner, uh, Glenn Gonzalez is. He's owned a couple thousand units in Texas and, and he's since sold uh, many of those. And um, we had met through a lot of these uh, events and conferences uh, that we've gone to and decided that, you know, let's, let's buy a deal together. Let's see how it goes. So we bought 160 unit property in Houston recently, a couple months ago. And it went so well that we just decided let's do this partner up on our business going forward. We've got a lot of good synergies. Right. Teamwork makes the dream work. Teamwork. I think <laughs> In my opinion, I think if you can find someone that's really got complementary skills to yours, um, it makes a lot of sense to partner up with people in this business. Um, you, you've got to have, you know, you, not everyone is, is very analytical. And so I'm, I'm extremely numbers oriented and analytical. I've got these, you know, crazy spreadsheets that I've made that help you analyze apartments and a ton, you know, I get probably five, six downloads a day on my website. I have a free version and one you can pay for too. So if you guys want to go check out my website, I'll plug that. That's um, obsidiancapitalco.com. And uh, my company's called Obsidian Capital. You can probably just Google that. And uh, there's a a deal analyzer that you can download on there. That'll help you, um, analyze apartment buildings, you know, what price do I pay for it? And I've got some video tutorials on how to use that as well. But uh, back on the partnership topic, yeah, you want to find someone that has complementary complementary skill sets. And if you have somebody that's really analytical partner with a, you know, person that's like a driver, they've got a lot of uh, good connections, relationships, they can go out there and raise the money, you know, that's a, that's a really good pair. And that's, that's, frequently what we see in this business is an analytical person partners up with someone that's more of a driver and they right. make a really good team together. So, um, yeah, so, so that's what I'm working on now. I'm buying 140 units in Fort Worth as well. Ooh. Really focusing on the Texas market. Yeah. Nice. I just closed on 108 units in Atlanta. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're moving, man. That's awesome. How many doors do you project to have by the end of this year? Like what's your goal? Um, so after next month, we'll be at 450 and then I've got 50, a 50 unit ground up development we're starting, um, in Austin. And then I'll, my goal is 2000 by the end of the year. We'll, 2000 by the end of the year. Yeah. We'll nice. see what happens. Oh no, man. You're going to get there. More than we'll see. I already know it. <laughs> we will. We will. Into existence, man. That's we're awesome. We're going to hit it. 
dude, yeah. that is that's <laughs> crazy, man. Oh, Thank guys, you. I'm telling you, you need to go check out David and his team. Uh, Glenn, I think we're gonna have Glenn on the podcast. I think I got an interview lined up with him. Yeah, next week. yeah, yeah. So oh, and his story is absolutely incredible. I mean, he's been in the business for 30 years. He started off as a maintenance guy. Talk about being Whoa. able to do literally anything no excuses right like dude started off fixing toilets as a maintenance guy and (laughs) went and he bought 4,500 apartment units you know 4,500 yeah so he's owned about 300 million dollars in real estate from a from a maintenance guy so um it's absolutely crazy he's such a good guy i mean really integrity driven which is one of the most important things for me right um and why why you know i kind of ended up splitting off from my original partnership you just integrity and relationships are so, so, so important to me. I'm really, really by the book. I like doing things the right way. I think that's always Amen. the right thing to do. Amen. And there's, there's no other way to do it. So Glenn is the same way. That's the same reason he split up with his uh, original business partner from a couple of years ago. And that's kind of how we connected. We're like, dude, we're the same person. We went through the same thing. Uh, let's, let's partner up. We're going to be an unstoppable team here and we're going to help make a lot of investors, a lot of money and, and be able to build this, you know, this big real estate company that we've always, always kind of dreamed of. So, yeah. That's awesome, man. Phenomenal. Guys, oh, yeah. there'll be show notes to, uh, to David's company, Obsidian Capital Co. And then, and, you know, also links to the deal analyzer as well. And, uh, and your free one, right. Is a little basic, but you have um, a premier one. So I saw you promoted that on the Facebook page the other day, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the free ones, you know, I just limited the amount of inputs you have to put in. So it's a lot quicker to go run through and use, but it still has a lot of the same features. Um, The more advanced one is if you want to, it's $250. um, And uh, I've, you know, probably got a hundred plus people that are using it so far and they all love it. A lot of people have switched from, uh, you know, like Michael Black's got one and and they just say they love it because it's more straightforward and simple to use. So, um, but, you know, there's so many different ones out there. If you want to get into multifamily, you should just have one, whether it's mine or someone else's. Uh, but, but I obviously prefer, you know, <laughs> I, think, I, I think mine's the best, but, no. you know, everyone, everyone will say Absolutely that. is. Okay. Listen, man, the API <laughs> team, we will go ahead and say that, you know, David's deal analyzer is absolutely amazing. We use it for our own deals. Oh, you do? Okay. On. Yes, we do. Nice. Yep. So. Love it. Absolutely, man. Go ahead and throw that shameless plug out there, dude. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's, it's fun. I'm a total numbers geek. So I put that together over the course of a couple of years and we use it every day in our business. So who yeah, man, who yeah. Yeah. yeah, all about it. But um, all right, dude. So I mean, amazing nuggets of wisdom that you've given us so far, man. And I mean, honestly, I think we can go on and on. Um, but I, I want to just bring us into the bonus round. I got three final questions for you, and then I'll let you get on with your busy day because you're uh, a <laughs> man. You need to make some money. But uh, last question, or last three questions. What's your favorite sure. book? Favorite book? Favorite book, yeah. Um, I feel like it's kind of uh, cliche, but I'm Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that changed Don't my life. Play. So I want to say that's that's one of my favorite books for sure. Um, what else? I, can I plug a couple different ones? Go for it, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've, man. I've read. So if you're really interested in getting more technical and building a, a big, you know, bigger company, Ray Dalio's Principles is an awesome book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that book. Um, and then uh, what's the negoti- FBI negotiator one? Never split the difference. Oh, I read that difference. book like six yeah. times. <laughs> and, and that guy is awesome. So uh, really Chris Voss, he, he was an FBI negotiator and he just, he has this crazy book called Never Split the Difference. If you haven't read it, you got to read that book. Yeah. So, that is a good one for sure, man. Yeah. 
Awesome. All right. Next question. Who's your biggest hero and why? Biggest hero. Mm. It can be a superhero. Yeah, I've got like, <laughs> my parents are awesome. They've always been so supportive of me. Okay. Uh, you know, I mean, I think they, they were the ones that pushed me to get into entrepreneurship in the beginning. Nice. And I would say to this day, those, those, you know, they're probably <laughs> some of my biggest heroes. Um, I love, uh, um, man, I just, I look up to a lot of big real estate players too. You know, who there's, you know, Stephen Ross, there's, uh, oh, who's the guy from New York? I can't remember. I mean, there's Donald Trump. I don't know. He's not many people's hero, but uh, okay. I, I love his books. If you guys, if you guys, it, his, his books are interesting. They've got some great stories in them. <laughs> I'm uh, sure they do. <laughs> uh, he's a cool dude, real estate wise. Um, yeah, dude, I've got couple different people. Okay. Those are my main ones. No worries, man. I, you know what though? I'm going to touch on this and, and I don't, I mean, I don't have kids, so I know this may not be my place to say, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. This is the effect guys of phenomenal parenting. All right. I'm really glad that you mentioned your parents and how they kind of encourage you to get into entrepreneurship because I don't think that there, I think we have a shortage of parents that encourage their kids to go out, take these kind of risks to figure these things out and, uh, and just become great. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, I consider myself really blessed. Uh, they've been yeah. supportive. I'm pretty sure they thought I was crazy at first when I started. <laughs> They're like, they had no clue. They're probably like, ah, he might fail. He might, whatever. But, but they were, they were supportive of me doing it. They said, all right, go try it out. You know, do right. your thing. Uh, I lived at home for the, I, I had bought six or $7 million in property before I moved out of my parents' house. So wow. I mean, for anyone too, that's young. Like, dude, take that, like, go live with your parents, right? Save that money, <laughs> go live with your parents. <laughs> and, and yeah, definitely do that. <laughs> All right. So David's saying go live with your parents. But hey, listen, stay living with your parents if you're buying millions of dollars of real estate. Don't <laughs> if you're just well, move out as soon as you and can. playing video games. Move out as day. soon as you can, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but but if it, if it's an option, you know, right. it works. <laughs> That's cool, man. Oh, that is awesome, dude. That is awesome. All right, yeah. man. Final question, um, and I'm blanking on me. Okay, what three nuggets of wisdom could you offer for folks that are just getting started in the game? Just getting started. So number one, educate yourself. You've got to educate yourself. Um, you don't want to put it in, a, you know, you don't want to invest with somebody or buy a property without really understanding how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, unless it's somebody you really, really trust and know knows what they're doing. Um, so I would say the first thing, educate yourself and, and, and you'll avoid making big mistakes that could otherwise swamp you. Right. Because it's, it's easy to go in and, and make an investment that could really, you could essentially lose all your, you could lose yourself, you know, if you don't right. you do it right. So, um, I don't want to say it to scare people because at the end of the day, it's very simple. It's not a scary business. Super right. simple. You just got to understand it. So educate yourself. Number one, number two, uh, network, network like crazy. You are who you hang out with. You're the, the, the average of the five people you most spend time with. If you've got loser friends or a shitty parent that's holding you back, doesn't want you to be more successful than them, or you've got friends that are, you know, like, you know, they're not doing anything big themselves. So they're not encouraging you to go out and live your dreams and do what you want and, and invest. Or you've got people that are saying, oh, dude, real estate's too risky. Don't don't get into that. You're going to, you're going to mess yourself up and lose all your money. 
like lose those people. You don't need to stop loving them or being friends with them, but lose them. Create that distance. Yeah. Get away from them right right now immediately. Because if you're thinking that right now, if you're listening and you have friends that are like that, you know, deep down inside what you really want. And they're just a little bit of a roadblock there. So just, just push them out of the way. And it's, it's not selfish. You're just doing, you're living your own dreams, which is what you're here for. Amen. So that's second piece of advice or, uh, no, was that, yeah. that was network, right? That was networking. Second mm-hmm. piece of advice. Third yep. piece of advice. Don't be afraid to take a little risk because I, there's nothing good in life that comes without a little bit of a risk. Amen. Right. I mean, asking that girl out or you know, <laughs> buying your first deal, that's all a risk, but you got to just, you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And once you're comfortable being uncomfortable, you're going to explode. Just it's, it's going to take you to the next level. Yeah. That is so. it. Wow, man. Guys, David Tupin, I'm telling you, this dude, <laughs> so freaking motivating, man. I remember the first time I met you, dude, out at a multifamily boot camp. You know, amazing. That's in Atlanta, right? Atlanta? I was in Atlanta, yes. And back in uh, last November. God, man, I saw him on stage and I was like, who is this guy? I need to buy him a drink. <laughs> <laughs> and you did. And, you and I did. I bought you too. That's right. You came up to me in the bar uh, after when we were all hanging out. And uh, I just remember your energy, man. I just loved it. So I, I knew you and I were going to be good friends going forward. Absolutely. So that was really exciting. And, and I just want to say, I love what you guys are doing here. Um, I, I cannot be more thankful or grateful for all of, you know, anyone in our military, United States military. Uh, honestly, so, so grateful for all you guys do. Thank you for your service. And you guys are doing things that the other 99% of us aren't willing to do and you're sacrificing your lives. So that's, I mean, big kudos and thank you. Who yeah, man. Well, thanks. It's an honor to yeah. serve. And, uh, and this is the reason why we serve, honestly, for great Americans such as yourself. And, uh, <laughs> and guys, go out there. And just like David said, do not be afraid to take action. Later. Later, man. Outstanding. Thank you so much, David, for your time and your wisdom on this podcast. Guys, if you're not motivated to go out and take action right now, I don't know what the heck you're waiting for. There's no excuses, all right? There's none at all. So go out there and take that action. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, all right? Let that be your first action step. Hit the subscribe button and make sure that you're not missing the awesome guests like David that we are bringing on this podcast for you because you need to hear it. If this is your first time, welcome. If this is not your first time, thanks for coming back. And thanks for your support. Check out www.activedutypassiveincome.com if you're ready to get started and take action on building financial freedom for you and your family. And also make sure that you check us out next week for our new guest. We are going to be bringing on someone special. And I'm not going to be giving that away, all right? I'll catch you guys later. Take good care.